thinking what was a nice like little thing to get us thinking i like as a nice little first one is i suppose it's i've written it down as what's your feminism and gaming anecdote because like, i feel like most people have had so because the thing is is day to day i don't really feel that gender and feminism and all that when I'm sitting here gaming, I'm not sitting about thinking about feminism, honestly. I, I, I hope I'm allowed to say that as a women's quality party spokesperson, <laughs> but, you know, I'm not. I've been playing a free solitaire game today that was free on Epic, the one that came today, and I was very excited because every time I got attacked, you got there was a nibble. And I was like, that's the best type of attack. I want to be anyway you see you see uh you're you're a bad feminist because um solitaire uh enhances the patriarchy because the king is number one i know have you seen that wonderful crowdfunder project that gets advertised on facebook to me all the time which is a young girl who actually designed her own set of cards where the queen and the king are equal because she wanted <laughs> uh, to change yeah. it and her dad said well go and design a new set and she did and she's like crowdfunding exactly <laughs> but yeah mm. yes you're, you're absolutely right i should be thinking about it all the time but i do feel that most people who game and are into feminism have like one experience or one thing which is like their feminism gaming anecdote so i mine would be the fact that as a teenager I was, it's no secret, I was a bit of a disgrace. Um, I was the person who, when they got to university and everyone else was going mad about, because, hey, I'm free and I can drink and I can do this. I was like, mate, I've been doing that for years. This is like so passe now. So when I was in sort of sixth form and stuff, then we'd be at house parties all the time. And because I went to private school and because I knew lots of horribly spoiled young men, um, they always had like five consoles lined up in front of a giant TV and a big feature of the house party was right we'll, we'll be playing games in the corner and the sofa was dominated by boys doing that and I would and I'm kind of ashamed of this in some ways is I would hustle them I would go up and go <laughs> I don't know which way to hold the controller. Oh, I, I don't know. Is this, do you press this button? And then I would win. Um, and then did, I you, would... did you bet on it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'd like to say I bet money on it, but I didn't. I bet drinks on it, which is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to pay for a drink ever. Um, but that was the thing. It's like, so, you know, for me, it was this thing of like, boys assume that girls can't play computer games well. Mm -hmm. And it feeds into me and my whole patriarchy princess stress, which was that I was a special girl. I was. This is why it took me so long to come to feminism is because I was better than other girls because I could play yeah. computer games. When of course there was plenty of girls like Jen who were secretly playing computer games and not telling me. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> exactly. So what is your feminism <laughs> and gaming anecdote? Well, I'll, I'll come in there because it's very similar. I had similar experience and, um, my one would probably be that when I was mudding um, multi-user dungeon text-based game, um, I used I played a, a female nymph. Well, you could only be female. There were no male nymphs, which I think is an issue in itself. Um, but anyway, there, I was a nymph, and I and I spent my whole time floating about in very diaphanous clothing. All my descriptions were really, really sexualized, and and I used to just love just. As as you have described, taking full advantage of all of the male gamers who would come in and be like, oh, it's a girl and we don't see them here. And, you know, they'd be like, let me get you this and let me get you that. And they'd be like, yes, please do, please do. And I'd send them off. And I just felt, and at the time I felt like it was, it was an empowering thing. 
Um, and I think now in my, my in my more mature feminism, I recognise that it, I was just simply reinforcing the, the sort of patriarchal um, stereotypes. But later, when I went um, when I was playing World of Warcraft, I was a tank, and I loved that. And I and I and I always hated when cause when we went onto voice and we were talking on over Teamspeak or whatever it was in those days. Um, and people would hear my voice and they'd be like, oh, there'd be this silence that would go through the group. And they're like, oh, it's a woman. <laughs> and I'd get all these messages from all these guys going like, you know, and I'm just, bit, yeah. But so, because I was twice their age. Um, but I really enjoyed tanking and I didn't want any of that whole, you know, like come and help me or get anything for me. So it, my attitude completely changed later. And it was, I think it was, it, it was very in, a very interesting sort of like tracking of my um, appreciation of feminism. And to be fair, my tanking days were before my feminism got really hardcore. So I'd be really interested to see what how it how it would pan out today if I if I was in that sort of environment. Yeah. I also when I do voice chat, very occasionally when I do the voice chat on Rust, where you can anybody if they come near you, you can talk to them. The last time I did it, they all went, oh, he's a 10-year-old boy. So clearly I haven't, <laughs> got, I haven't quite got the woman voice down. <laughs> Alex, the last thing on their list was that you can be female. <laughs> clearly it's a kid. Um, Alex, because you're a bit younger than me and Jem. Yeah. Um, is it the same? <laughs> Has it really, I mean... I haven't had much experience with with um, chatting online while gaming because I tend to do things kind of solo. I was going to mention because I'm struggling to think of something, but um, I was going to mention, I guess, when I decided on my gaming handle, which is Miss Lefty Twenty Five. The Lefty is because I'm left-handed, but yeah, so, this was so about nice. the age of, I guess, thirteen or fourteen. I would say, and I suppose. I don't know if it's good or bad, I can't say it, feminism, but like, I suppose there's always a slightly defiant part of me that's like, yes, I want to make everyone know that I am a woman playing and I am a single woman also. But uh, yeah, I don't know what was going through my head really. I was just like, well, I'll just be that and that is my name and now it is forever my name. But uh, yeah, I suppose I just wanted to be like, deal with it. This is who I am kind of thing but yeah as to whether it's good or bad fe feminism I'm not entirely sure because I guess it is almost feeding the kind of a kind of reaction from people I suppose which is could be construed as bad but um but I yeah. don't know, but I, that's a really interesting that you see, so you made a conscious choice to like, because yeah. I genuinely like my, when you say you're stuck with it for life, I mean, I, my username on most things is Nyla Skunk and I chose that when I was 15. Um, mm. And I am now a lot older than 15. And I've had yeah. that for nearly 25 <laughs> years as my username. So yes, you are stuck with it for life. Um, but I would never consider then I would never have considered then choosing something that marked me out as female. And do you what made me do it? I just thought I just thought, well, that's the only name I like, so I'm going to stick with it because it's who I am. I think so. it's. Um, uh, I like when people sort of it's uh, are wearing your heart on your sleeves. Um, so I I can I can walk through life 
um, without anyone knowing that I'm a feminist. Um, but I have a women's equality part of bump, bump sticker on my car. Um, I can go through life with um, like people. It's about the assumptions you make of people. That's why I like it when um, you see uh, rainbow pride flags everywhere. Because that means that person sports LGBTQ people. And so when you uh, put your um, gender in your um, gaming profile name, that's a similar thing where you go, this is this is the reality of it. So, yeah. And I, I really with what want it is. to explore that, but I'm not getting dragged off from a tangent yet because, Matt, I want to <laughs> know from you, do you, growing up, did you know girls who gamed? Did you have assumptions about girls who gamed? Because you obviously have to be our token male perspective. <laughs> yes, I'm proud to be. I'm proud to be the special man. <laughs> um, so no, when I was growing up, I didn't. I don't think I interacted with a female gamer. It wasn't even on my radar because um, I. I uh, wasn't a feminist for for the vast majority of my life, so I'm 26 now, and um, I uh, first came into feminism when I think I was 22, 23, because I found the uh, Guilty Feminist podcast, mm-hmm. and um, but <laughs> the re- the reason I found that was because I fancied one of the comedians on it. <laughs> So yeah, that, but that was uh, that was an important step into it. So that turned me into a feminist, and it was sort of like seeing the Matrix for the first time. And um, so my feminist anecdote about um, gaming is quite a broad one, in that you have this this awakening, just like near in the Matrix, where you go, "Oh shit, this entire thing is completely different to what I thought it was." And then the way that I played games and the way that I consumed media in general changed. Because um, you know that um, uh, the picture of Quiet that I sent you from Metal Gear Solid, the woman in just yeah. the, the bikini and the sniper rifle. So the first time I saw that, I was like, yes, that's exactly what I want as this uh, teenage uh, male male person going, yes, that's what I want. And um, in The Witcher, uh, like all the sex in video games, brilliant. Sex in God of War, brilliant. Naked women everywhere, boob armor, brilliant. And then uh, become a feminist, and you go, "Oh dear, yeah, that's that's quite problematic." And there's an awful lot of it, and it's all not it's not very good at all. So uh, that kind of like it's like um, so I, I play guitar, and it's like listening to a song. Uh, the, when you can play a guitar, when you can't play guitar, the song sounds different. And now I I view it all in a in a different way. And so feminism impacted that, and now it it's uh, it's also uh, improved. Being a feminist improves your life. Being feminist improves the way that you consume everything, um, and it's it's making my like the my analysis of games more enjoyable. So at the minute, I'm playing Cyberpunk uh, for the second time, and um, it's really interesting. I played as, as the female character the first time. And it's really interesting noticing the difference in the voice between the the woman and the man, because they seem to have made the woman like softer, and that really it really didn't sit well with me because it seems like there there's a vulnerability there that isn't there with the man, and it, it 
there's another thing that just doesn't quite sit right. Yeah. So really noticing all the, the stuff that isn't quite sitting right anymore. And I think that's like, so, you know, if we were doing this properly live streamed right now and we had actually, actually anybody was watching, the definitely the general take from your traditional young male gamer is, oh, why are so you I'm... gaming with feminism? Oh, why are you going on about feminism gaming? And it's like... Because, I mean, you, it's interesting you say you didn't think you interacted with any female gamers. You know, I know that I've often hidden the fact that I'm a female gamer online. And generally, mm. I think you were so similar and stuff like that. And so it's the fact is that it's us female gamers sitting there. Like, I remember when I played Mass Effect the first time, the fact that I could be female Shepard and it wasn't female Shepard wasn't. A completely different character she wasn't as you say gem in this diaphanous floaty thing she wasn't <laughs> i was like i could be exactly like the male character i can sleep with the same people yeah. the male character can sleep with mm. as well which was the best thing about mass effect i mean not the best god i don't just play mass effect <laughs> for the let's be clear but the fact that there was no sexuality or gender difference between being female mm. shepherd and male shepherd was so groundbreaking absolutely groundbreaking in a way that i think that if you have always seen yourself and as you say it's like representing uh feminism change your minds generally just all equality things change your mind i now realize the fact that there are so few uh non-white characters in games is a massive issue as well and the fact that you never get to see yourself but um the last thing i'll witter on about this before i stop wittering and ask you another difficult question is when um Tony Hawk's they've just remastered. Now, I spent so much of the, all those house parties, right? Once everyone had passed out at 2am, I was on that console playing Tony Hawk's until <laughs> the dawn came up. I have loved that game so much. So when they released the new remastered version, um, I bought it. And on the original Tony Hawk's, there was one female skater. There was Alyssa Steamer. And Alyssa Steamer was a fucking god to me because of the fact she was the one female skater on that. But the new version, there's loads of female skaters. I'm like, this is amazing. This is like a whole new world. And I can imagine that's just like, for the people who are like, why are you ruining our gaming with feminism? It's like, because you don't get how frustrating it is, how much we're missing out on that. I don't know, is that just me? No, no. So I, I, I've, it's, so it's only recently <laughs> since I started feminism that I, I suddenly recognise literally every game that I've ever played, the character looks like me. Yeah. So I have I have no I I have no idea. And what you were saying about Mass Effect, the difference between uh Femme Femme Shepherd, she uh she is it's it's one character. It doesn't it doesn't matter which side you play. And they play it exactly the same and it's awesome. That's not the way it is in Cyberpunk. It's two different character templates. Um so yeah, it it, it shows it can be done cuz cuz Mass Effect absolutely smashed it. And even even on the ex on the original Xbox case, you could take the sleeve out and turn it inside out, and it had female shepherd on the outside, so you could make sure that your case was the right. And then you'd see them in second hand shops, and you'd have to analyse how many had turned it around to female shepherd. <laughs> so. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.